0: Welcome to this week's episode of Invading Headspaces with your host Michael Thomason. Each week, a special guest and myself will talk about the growing trends in the world of sports social media and its impacts on performance anxiety and professional athletics as a whole. Welcome to Invading Headspaces Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Invading Headspaces with Michael Thomason. In last week's episode, Nathan Mix and I talked about college sports and its impact on the world of mental health and athletes. Looking forward to this week's episode, Piedmont University soccer player Aria Solano will be joining me to talk about professional soccer and the professional athletes that have experienced complications with their mental fitness. We'll examine social media's role in this and the growing popularity of social media around the world. In terms of global popularity, soccer is the most popular sport in the world. Soccer athletes have also been credited as the best athletes in the world. Yet a large percentage of soccer players tend to experience anxiety or depression related to their sport. Towards the very end, we'll talk about the top soccer athletes at the moment and social media's coverage of these athletes on a global scale. We will also talk about soccer athletes that have come forward in their battles with mental health. You are listening to Invading Headspaces by Michael Thomason. Sports? Social media? Does it get any better? Stick around after the break.
1: Looking for a radio show? Well... I know a really good one, and it's tune into Wake Up with J Ray and A B every Friday morning at nine sharp for the latest world news, celebrity gossip, and the hottest hip hop and R and B hits you could ever ask for. So be sure to check out Wake Up every Friday morning only on WPCZ LP FM, Z ninety eight point seven FM the student-run radio station at Piedmont University.
0: Welcome back to Invading Headspaces this week. My, uh, my guest this week is Aria Solano, um, and we're going to be talking about uh, professional soccer and how mental health is such a big issue in professional athletes. But first, Arya, for the people who may not know too much about you, for Piedmont University soccer player, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Hi. um, Yes, thank you for having me here today. I'm really excited to share my thoughts and tell a little bit about myself. But um, currently, I'm in my fifth year here at Piedmont. I'm getting my master's degree in health and human performance, and I'm also playing my fifth year of soccer, and I'm also a graduate assistant in the strength and conditioning program here.
0: Cool, cool. So last week, Aria, I had uh, Nathan Mix on the show, and we spoke a little bit about how college college athletes are – A lot like professional athletes in that they have to prepare physically and mentally for their sport. But this week we switch, we shift focus rather to professional soccer. And to be honest, soccer is probably the sport of the major sports that I know the least about, right? So I played baseball, I played basketball growing up. Those are the sports that are on TV a whole lot. You don't really see in America, you don't really see soccer outside of the MLS, you don't really see soccer too much on TV and that's just the way it is globally soccer is a really big sport it really is but what do you see in soccer that separates itself from other sports
2: that's an interesting question i mean physically there's tons of differences i mean this soccer is a sport where you're training anaerobically and aerobically it needs both of those kind of demands on the field um, and, of course, it's super long. It could be super rewarding but also, you know, really lets you down because you're working for 90 minutes or more, and it could be 0-0. Zero, zero. And that's, like, I think oh, that's where it differentiates from a bunch of other sports because there's always going to be type of, some type of score. But in soccer, you could be leaving the game without a score or you could be leaving, like, there could be a goal in the 90th minute and that could be the end of your season. It's just you go through such high highs and such low lows in soccer that I think it's really different than any other sport.
0: Yeah, and like you said, you played soccer pretty much your whole life. You follow it. And it's very hard for somebody who doesn't follow soccer earlier on in their life to pick it up and start watching it just because of how how mentally taxing it is. Like, there's such a physical – element of soccer that goes into it part of why i didn't pick that sport to play just so it's because of how much running it just goes into it but soccer wears on you mentally just as much as it does physically and before the show i did some research 40 percent of elite soccer players men and women both professionally experience anxiety or depression or some other form of mental fitness struggle and a lot of emphasis have been has been pressed on the physical and how you how you have to look how you have to be how in shape you have to be but not a whole lot's being done in terms of mental and f- mental fitness and anxiety as, as we talk about anxiety and depression also
2: yeah i really like what you said about mental fitness because it's so valid like i before my college career mental health was never talked about in the realm of soccer athletics as a whole i really feel like there's a new age coming forth from us just talking about mental health nowadays because it is such a real thing and we see professional athletes now, like, dealing with this stuff or just, like, coming, bringing it to life. And I feel like it's making, you know, athletes in collegiate sports be more comfortable with coming forth about their mental health. And so it's definitely challenging as a soccer player. You deal with a lot um, all the time just because that's just how sports go. But I think for me personally – it's more of anxiety for sure um just because there's just a lot of pressure there's a lot, of pressure, a lot of pressure on the field for and sure, sure. i think any athlete understands that
0: any athletes understand that and that's that's something that you deal with at a division three level also like division three college sports even deals with it and we're not even talking about professional sports mls is not as big as it is in other parts of the world but it's still big. I mean, you see the crowds that go to the Atlanta United games, the Inter Miami games. Now that Lionel Messi's playing, for sure. I mean, it's it's a lot different now that he's got there. But compared to soccer's following in the United States, it's a whole nother deal. In other parts of the world, like Argentina and Brazil, where if you're not a soccer player, you're pretty much you know an yeah. outcast. An outcast. Yeah. That's a way of life in those parts of the world. And for some players, that can be a good thing, like they relish in that pressure and they thrive off of it. But on the flip side, if you're not mentally strong enough to be in those moments as well as physically strong enough, you have to be physically strong to be mentally strong. And you have to have them. They both work hand-in-hand, hand, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not prepared for those moments mentally and physically, it can come back to bite you. Like we've talked about before the podcast already, right, we talked about Christian Pulisic. We talked about Abby Wambach. Two names that I don't follow soccer. I don't, and I know those two names just because of their prevalence throughout the World Cups in the past. Abby Wambach probably one of the best soccer players in U.S. Women's National Team history.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely it's humbling knowing that people with those big names also are just like me or you who. Sh- who struggle when it comes to time to perform or just behind the scenes and training and stuff, it gets to you and it can get to anyone, especially at such a high level. And that's like their whole life and career depends on their performance levels and how they do. And I don't know. It's hard when you're, your life is based on how you perform. So you're trying to stick to a certain way or try to be better than what you were the year before. But how do you know when it's your max, what's your limit? And that's, I think where mental toughness comes in to play.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, you're seeing it with the players that you've played with in the past and are playing with now. I mean, we can't play our sports forever. And when you get to a point where it's like your physical and your mental aren't where you want it to be anymore, it's a difficult thing to, it's a difficult thing to deal with. My teammates that I've dealt with, in the, I've played with in the past, don't dealt with, but played with in the past, and you have played with in the past, I'm sure they have struggled after they retired from playing their sport for so long and it being their way of life for so long, it's not like when you retire, what do you do, you know?
2: Yeah, I. so my last fall season, so that was 2022, I did my whole senior night. I didn't know I was coming back to Piedmont until the week of graduation. I made the decision to come back so it was extremely last minute. So I had closed that book for myself of ending on a high note of winning conference. I felt really good about the season, Um, couldn't have ended in a better way. And then all of a sudden back in, this was this past April of 2023, I just had, like, a breakdown with my parents, and I was like, I don't know what to do without soccer anymore. Yeah. Like, I was so physically upset by it, and I didn't know why, because it wasn't like it was my everything. Like, I was, en- I had other things going on in my life, but I was just like, I don't, I want, I have this opportunity to come back, and I want to use it. Like, I can't close this chapter yet for myself. And so... Now being back, I'm kind of going through the motions of again. Like, okay, now this is really my last season forever. <laughs> yeah. So I have to like give it all I got, but also know that there I am someone else outside of soccer, and I'm excited to find out who that is. I do love the fitness industry, so I think I'm going to tap more into that. Cool. Um, yeah. But I definitely, it's it's a hard loss when you think that you're done with your sport, whether it's For your sure. choice or not.
0: For sure. And Christian Pulisic. Abby Wambach, two really big names. So it's not like we're talking about the players that aren't getting playing time or mm-hmm. players that aren't really relevant in the media or relevant. Not to say they're not relevant. That's that's a bad word. But not covered enough. Not covered very highly in the media and social media. Especially we're going to talk about social media after the break a little bit. But we're talking about some big names. I mean, Christian Pulisic has. I mean, he's been a he's been a marquee guy in the lineup for the men's national team for a while and the same goes for abby wambach but we're going to talk a little bit more about that after the break here you're listening to invading Headspaces with michael thomason and aria solano on spotify and all of the platforms
1: looking for a new podcast to listen to well check out basketball and bs with Jarrett ray and chris Donsborough this show is giving you everything nba on and off the court so if you're a basketball fan Go check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsborough. Find Basketball and BS on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome back to Invading Headspaces, this week's episode with Aria Solano. I'm your host, Michael Thomason. And Aria, for the break, we talked about Ambi Wabak and Christian Pulisic. But I wanted to get into these other names that have come out to talk about their mental health issues in professional soccer. Tony Adams, former English football player and manager. Clark Carlisle, rather. Andres Iniesta. Jesse Lingard, big guy for Manchester United. Um, Christian Pulisic, like I said. Tyrone Mings. John John Luigi Buffon. I think that's how you say that. (laughs) Danny Rose. Ronaldo Nazario. And Michael Carrick and this just shows my lack of knowledge about soccer (laughs) it does because the only name i knew on that list was christian pulisic and a lot of those athletes they're big time athletes for big time clubs in other countries and i read up on them and they're like big names Mm -hmm. and it just shows how in the united states not very many people still know who those people are
2: yeah i mean soccer is definitely a growing sport in the united states um and i think it's it's definitely getting way more attention now because of Messi, of course, but um, from when I started playing, I've just seen so much growth, especially from the female side. Um, and it's really exciting to see, but we're just not quite there yet at, you know, how it is overseas. It's crazy overseas. I've I've been a lot of places um, out of the country and it is like eat, breathe, sleep soccer over there. And I love it. It feel, It's amazing how it really unites those people over there. And I would love to see that for you know our country but we'll get there one day yeah, um i, I mean think you will
0: i mean the way that i wanted to bring up social media also because mm-hmm. social media is such a big has such a big role in what we consume and what we see on a daily basis right yeah. so you see the mlb you see the nfl nba we've talked about i talked about that in future uh, past episodes um they're just their prevalence on social media i, I told chad i told JD. Just every time I go on Instagram, it's a post from NFL, it's a post from MLB about something that Justin Jefferson did or Mike Trout did. Mm-hmm. But I I don't really see too much from the MLS or any other soccer soccer organizations, and that's just just from where we are.
2: Yeah, I mean that might be your algorithm or something because <laughs> my, my feed is all soccer, <laughs> but I don't have a lot of MLB on there. So there's right. you know it just depends on kind of who you surround, what you look at, and who you surround yourself with um i definitely i am a huge advocate on supporting sports especially here at piedmont so you know anytime i my team has a game i try to ask everybody like come on come to the game come to the game because i think if people were to understand soccer they would come to appreciate the sport and see why it is so loved globally i just don't think i think a lot of people will have a hard time because it is so long and like i said earlier it could end in zero zero and there'd be no goals but when there's a goal it, the place is electric. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it so worth it, and I think people don't yes. see that side and understand it. So yes, it I is. get it to where people haven't seen much of it because they're not interested in it.
0: Yeah, the first soccer game I've ever watched, like in full length, like th- from start to finish, was a Piedmont soccer game.
2: Well, there you go. Yeah, Thanks for exactly. The support. <laughs> exactly.
0: So, like, I mean, I watched, I watched it a little bit in high school, a little bit because I had friends that watched it and played it, but just seeing how it can grow and what. What it has left to do in terms of getting up there with the MLB, the NBA, in terms of popularity in America, it's already as far as it's going to get in other countries. It's a way of life. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see in the World Cup every four years. It's every four years, so it's a big event. But it's like it's it's about the same as the NBA Finals or the World Series. I mean, it's packed every single I want to
2: know why. Why is it so popular over there, but in the States it's not as important? I just want to know what is it over there The people are crazy for soccer, but it's super, it's unique, and I love it.
0: I mean, it's called football over there. Exactly, so, exactly. So it's a different, different sport, different mentality.
2: It's a different language over there, how they play.
0: We spoke about the men. I want to get into a little bit about the women's side of it because we did speak about Abby Wambach, but these other names. I mean, Christian Press. Mm-hmm. I mean, name name I've never. I mean, I've heard of her name because of the roster and unit. Uni, uh, us women's national team but not one of the main people like alex morgan Mm -hmm. megan rapino the big names on the u.s women's national team it says here christian press is one of the players who have been vocal about their mental health journey in 2021 the women's national team forward announced taking a break from the game to prioritize her mental health we 100 percent encourage that this is a website from girlssoccernetwork.com yeah i mean and it should be encouraged right because we've talked about athletes who have taken breaks from their sport. We talked about Zion Williamson battling injuries this past year in the NBA and just taking it like, I need to sit out, you know. Like, And we're seeing athletes in soccer, especially because of how physically and mentally demanding soccer is. I mean, it should be – We're going to probably have to see that more often, to be honest with
2: you. Yeah, especially from the female perspective. Females are already in our heads a lot. So when it comes to, like I said earlier, soccer is so based on your performance, and especially at that high level, I can't even imagine the mental health struggles that those women go through, um, and especially because we are being judged on that stage because, one, we're girls, and, two, there's a lot of voices saying that we don't deserve – Um, or not we, but they don't deserve uh, equal pay because they're not bringing in the same revenue, or there's just a lot of stuff that I think those females go through at that high level. Um, But I do see a trend of uh, mental health being talked about more just because there has been some tragedies um, from the female side. I don't know if you remember, but I think this was about a year or two ago. Um, Katie Meyer, she was a goalkeeper for Stanford University, and she um, tragically committed suicide and. That was really hard on the soccer community. I remember Coach Timmy had pulled us aside, and we had a soccer meeting and talking about mental health, and he was like, "If you, this is number one on our list is mental health before anything else before you step on the field. We have counseling services here. We have people you need, if you need someone to talk to, we have it, like, it. I, that just really opened up our eyes that it can affect anyone, no matter, like, at what level you're at, and then, so she, there's a player on the U.S. women's team now, her name's Naomi. Um, Gurma, she played in this past World Cup did amazing she's a defender and she's awesome and they did a little documentary on her prior to the World Cup and she actually played with Katie and she was best friends with Katie Meyer and she just talked about that how important mental health is and you need to check on those people who may seem like they're happy but they are struggling on the inside and she said that she now plays for Katie and she takes any chance she can get to talk about um, the mental aspect of sports
0: yeah, and seeing the the college athletes that have committed suicide recently, I mean, obviously a terrible event, a great, tra- a tra- great, great tragedy rather. Um, but it's just it's indicative of progress to be made in the future, mm-hmm. right? It's going to push more for people to start to prioritize it
2: exactly right? like why does it have to get to that point where an athlete is struggling so bad that they want to end their life what at what point do we reach out to our athletes before they get to that point to make that decision Yeah, you know like where of does course. it start and when where does it stop or how do we know when to reach out i think that comes and play a lot into the players into the coaches like they need to form that relationship with each other to where Someone, th- someone feels comfortable talking about what's going on in yeah. their head, in their life.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, Arya, it's been great having you on this episode. <laughs> I feel like we've talked, um, we've talked about it a lot, and it's some pretty heavy stuff. Yeah. It really is, especially dealing with soccer in such a high physical sport. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of heavy stuff when you start talking about the mental side of it, for sure.
2: For sure. But I think this is where it starts. I think this podcast is a great start to where you're talking about it yeah. and bringing awareness about it. And I think the more people do this, the more people listen, the greater change we'll see.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you guys for joining me this afternoon. You're listening to Invading Headspaces with our special guest, Aria Solano, and your host, Michael Thomason.
1: Looking for a radio show? Well... I know a really good one, and it's to tune into Wake Up with J Ray and A B every Friday morning at nine sharp for the latest world news, celebrity gossip, and the hottest hip hop and R and B hits you could ever ask for. So be sure to check out Wake Up every Friday morning only on WPCZ LP FM, Z ninety eight point seven FM, the student run radio station.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Invading Headspaces with your host, Michael Thomason. Make sure to join us this time next Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts, as me and special guest Colton Hicks will be talking about travel sports in comparison to professional sports. We will analyze these two levels of sport and their relationship with mental health complications as well as the social media coverage they have been getting. This has been Invading Headspaces with Michael Thomason. Sports. Sports. Social media doesn't get any better. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Invading Headspaces with Michael Thomason. Make sure to tune in next week wherever you get your podcasts as another special guest and I will be talking about social media and its growing power in the world of professional sports. This has been Invading Headspaces and I'm Michael Thomason.